the door of Big Billy's diner flies open, and Corey, the final member of the Revenant Truther Society, runs in, slamming his hands down on the table with a wild, breathless grin, and says, You guys will never believe what happened at the senior bash last night. And I repeat what I said last time, which is, what happened? I lean over and whisper, like I did last time, Is this normal? I haven't been to one of these. Just like I said last time. <laughs> now we're all caught up. Okay. Now the canon is established, the fiction is consistent, and we are so ready to go. <laughs> so, um, Corey slides into the seat next to Zoe and says, There are aliens in the woods. Real aliens. I saw one. I Alien. kind of expected this to have a bigger reaction than it did. Well... What were you doing at the senior... But I, well, I went to the senior bash, too, Corey. A lot of weird stuff goes down at the senior bash. So I want to know exactly what you saw. Well, okay. <clears throat> so we were all at the senior bash in the woods to, you know, celebrate the end of the school year, as is our long-standing tradition here in Revenant, Alaska. <laughs> and at least 40 years. <laughs> for at least 40 years, this has <laughs> happened every year during the last week of school. Anyway, someone started telling scary stories, and... And, you know, it was just dumb stuff at first, like somebody told some story about, you know, manhook car hand or whatever, and then somebody else was jumping into something else. But then somebody told this story about what happened at that same spot in the woods at the Senior Bash exactly 40 years ago. And apparently, like, I don't know, their grandpa told them or something because they were there to see it, but... No one else remembers it, and everyone thinks they're crazy, but they know, and they saw it, and I, I, I don't know. It was, like, a whole thing, and the story itself was, like, fine, but after that, thing started to taper off, and then we were just sort of joking about it, but then somebody saw something in the woods. You know, Jennifer from class, she, she saw something out there, and people thought she was crazy, but then somebody else saw it, too, and then... You know, some people started thinking, like, maybe it was a practical joke or somebody was just playing a trick on us, and the party kind of soured, so people started packing up, but but I saw it too, and I know I'm not the only one. Um, Zoe gets out her notebook and starts scribbling down notes, she's like, oh, okay, are you sh you're sure about this? You're absolutely positive. I'm, like, totally sure. It was maybe, um, I don't know, about about eight feet high, it was, it was green and kind of slimy looking. It moved like some monster from an old 50s horror movie. Yeah, that's not Jeremy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you worried. I thought it was Jeremy, too. I thought you were going to play my character. No, I would never. <laughs> uh, and so Zoe continues taking notes. She says, have you told anyone else about this? And uh, he says, only the loyal subscribers of my blog. Okay, so... I lean over to Martha again. What's in the log? <laughs> I think it's a net block. I don't know. It's like a diary, but on the internet. Oh, so, okay. Corey, do you remember exactly where you saw this? Do you think you could take us back to where it was? Well, yeah, it's in the same place the senior bash is. No, every... I mean, like, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, it's in exactly the same place <laughs> the senior bash happens every year. I'm going to grab my hat off the table and say, well, this seems like... Park ranger business. So, lead the way, Corey. Mm -hmm. Alright. And I tell Zoe quietly, full disclosure, I didn't actually go to the senior bash my senior year. 
<laughs> and Zoe says, dude, I know. <laughs> okay. Because we were at your house watching scary movies. Oh, right, dude. That was you. Thank you. You're right. <laughs> so I don't know where this is. <laughs> That's like a cute little part of Mariah's fiction. I enjoy that. <laughs> okay, so... Um, so Corey, uh, as a senior, has a car and uh, wow, walks you guys out and... Uh, so like, okay, uh, hop in. It's like a great Jeep Grand Cherokee. And everyone, uh, and these two grown women, <laughs> a 20, yeah. these three, gr- actually a bunch of grown, a bunch of women. grown ass women. <laughs> just hop in this car before. This, this is the most car. popular Corey's ever felt. <laughs> um, and Corey drives you guys up to the woods. I'm kind of curious as to what that car ride is like. First, I make sure everyone fastens their seatbelts. Yes, of mm-hmm. course you do. Does everyone? Looking directly Does at me. Does everyone? <laughs> yes. Mar- uh, I give sorry, her a bit Martha's of a defiant insane. look, but then I do it. <laughs> so he's already been buckled. <laughs> um, okay. Who's riding shotgun? This is important. I feel like I am. Mm-hmm. Surprised Surprised you're not driving. (laughs) She wants to keep an eye on the haps. Wow. (laughs) Okay, it's not actually important. I just wanted the mental image. Mm -hmm. So you guys drive up to the same clearing where the senior bash happens in Revenant every year, just at the uh, the edge of the forest. And while it would be familiar to you guys as players, um, it's probably not familiar to any of you as, you know characters, because you guys didn't go to high school in Revenant. Right. Correct? Mm-hmm. And Mariah, though you went to high school in Revenant, did not attend the senior bash. But uh, I'm assuming you are pretending like this is all very familiar to you. Yes, of course. <laughs> so it's uh, a fairly normal clearing. There are, because the party was there just last night, mm-hmm. the remnants of a large bonfire in the middle of this clearing. It's burned out now. There's no lit embers or anything, you'll be happy to know, Siobhan. It's just all completely burned out. It was clearly hastily uh, extinguished last night. You can tell some of the embers are still a bit damp. And there are scuff marks on the ground trails where you can see, like, chairs were seated or, you know, lawn chairs were this and that other thing. There are probably a few discarded beer cans, which I'm sure gives you cause to scoff. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 says Siobhan. <laughs> says Siobhan. So, the debris aside, um, there's nothing really of note going on right here. It's a beautiful day outside. Um, it's probably, you know, like, low 60s. Um, just uh-huh. gorgeous weather, sunshine and all around. And, you know, the trees are just trees out here. The woods are just woods. Nothing really to be to be noted at this point. So I take out a disposable camera because it's the 90s. Of course. Start snapping photos. Very good. And I ask Corey, I turn to Corey and I say, okay, I want you to retrace your steps. Take us through the moment. Uh, uh, Do I have to retrace all my steps? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Why, Corey? What'd you do? It was the senior bash. A lot of things happened. (laughs) All right. Just retrace this. Not the whole night. Just up till what? Right when you saw it. Okay, 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 okay. Um, and so Corey uh, 
goes over to the bonfire and it's like, okay, so here's where we were all sitting and telling stories. Um, the truck was parked right there and some kids were sitting in the back. The rest of us had lawn chairs and, uh, we were taking turns sitting in the bed of the truck as we sort of told stories. And then, um, after the story was told about the woods 40 years ago at the senior bash, uh, like I said, the party sort of fizzled. So most people were just sort of mingling it quieted down a little bit. I think a couple of people had, you know, cigarettes. And then, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was out that way. And he points it to a specific direction in the woods, um, across the bonfire out into, away from the way that you guys entered. It says, that's where the first person saw it. And they were the only one at first. They mentioned it and nobody else really, really noticed it at first. But then maybe about 15 minutes later, Somebody else did too. And I didn't see it until we were all packing up to leave. But when I did, it seemed like it was watching us. What do you mean? Well, I mean, it didn't have a face, but it seemed to be lurking on the edge of the woods, almost like it was sort of trying to figure out what to make of us. That's just, that's the impression I got. Huh. I'm going to walk over to where he pointed the first person okay. saw it, and I would like to um, take a look around. Yeah, do it. See anything. Investigate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a great start. That's an eight. Okay, so a mixed success. Mm-hmm. So, um, you get to hold one. So, you can ask, what happened here? Mm-hmm. What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? I'm stuck between where did it go and what is being concealed. But I think I'm going to go with where did it go. Okay, good question. So it's very hard to get a specific set of tracks from whatever was over here. Mm -hmm. There's no evidence of, like, footprints, obviously. But there's also not, like, a clear path blazed through here. But from the nearest that you can tell... There are areas where the foliage out here is sort of compressed, where it's sort of like pushed aside or or tamped down into the ground. And there is a trail leading out a bit further into the woods. Now, what's confusing to you is that the trail does lead out in the woods for a while, and then it seems to dissipate. Not that it stops all at once or that it goes somewhere where you can't follow, but that Whatever was impressing the tracks seems to have become less present as it was going along until the tracks fade out completely. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. And there's nothing around where the tracks just totally stop. That I no, it's nothing. In, it's nothing in particular. It, it just goes into the woods into a fairly nondescript area. There, there's nothing like around to indicate like, somewhere that it would be hiding. You don't get the impression that you're in danger, that it's nearby. Um, It's just, it was going in this way, and then it ceased to be doing that. All right. Then I'm going to head back to the group. Okay. And I I do want to clarify, it wasn't that far out from the circle where these tracks stop. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's maybe you walked, like, 
40, 50 feet out, mm-hmm. and then there's no sign of them. I'm going to call her and say, hey, gang, there's some tracks over here, but they just vanish. Like it decided to get up and fly the rest of the way. Or something. I'm not saying it can fly, but it's just gone. I mean, not to be that person, but uh, if it's an alien, probably does have something it can use to fly. Speaking of which, we need to look for markings in the ground. We need to look for crop circles. Obviously, aren't so much a thing, depending on this area, but we need to look for depressed vegetation. We need to look for scorch marks on the ground. Hmm. I'm not really sure where to start with that, but... Would you like to investigate? I would like to investigate. Okay, then roll plus sharp. You bet. Aw, dang. Hmm. Six. Uh, okay. Yep. Unfortunately, nothing. Ugh, bummer. Um, I will say, though, that, that while that is for more specific clues, you can certainly look around just to see if you notice any strange patterns or obvious... Yeah. Like, a crop circle is something you would be able to just see, right? Like, you wouldn't have to inspect a mysterious pattern on the ground and say, is this a crop circle? Yeah. Like, you would know. And so you, do I see anything? You do not see anything to that effect. No. Okay. So maybe this thing isn't actually an alien. Speaking of which, at the beginning of a mystery, mm-hmm. I am able to connect the dots and look for wider patterns. You certainly are. So I need to roll and then see how many holds I get. Yes. But and then me... spend them throughout the course of the mystery. Yeah. I got nine. So that means I get... Nine whole holds. <laughs> no, seven, nine, you, I get one hold. You get one hold. I'm going to save it. Okay, sure. Go over again with me what those questions are that you can ask. I can ask, is this person connected to current events more than they're saying? Where and when will the next critical event occur? What does the monster want from this person? Is this connected to previous mysteries we've investigated? How does this mystery connect to the bigger picture? Cool. Those are all awesome. But yeah, I think that's a good idea to save. I'm going to save that. Cool, cool, cool. Anyone else? Hmm. I mean, I already investigated. All right, so I'm going to go over to Corey. Okay. And ask for the description one more time. Okay. Size, color, if he saw um, any anything else that maybe, like, not about the creature itself, but, like, something else that just seemed out of the ordinary, something around it in the environment. Okay. All good questions. Um, let me see. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, Corey's like, well, well, hey, listen, I mean, I, there's nothing other than what I've already told you. We were, we were here and we were swapping scary stories and somebody told that story about the senior bash 40 years ago mm-hmm. and their story was about, you know, a weird monster showing up in the woods and they didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of details on it, but, you know, it's funny because the way they described it, I just remember thinking about this dumb monster I'd seen in a movie a couple nights ago, um, and what I saw pretty much exactly fit what I imagined it would look like. I have a quick meta-breaking uh, question. If Andrew, the person, figures out what monster this is, mm-hmm. does that probably mean Siobhan does too, or no? Nah? I mean, there's... it's the blob. 
<laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I felt like Addison also knows. Am I? Um, there, there's nothing wrong with you having figured that out. I mean, okay. it, do you think Siobhan would, would know? <clears throat> I mean, after 20 years in the park ranger service, I think she, she hears somebody told the story. I was thinking about this dumb monster movie I saw, and then the monster appeared. Mm-hmm. I think she can probably, like, get a pretty good idea that it's... Yeah, that's not shocking. That it's not what it seems to be. So, they say, all right. So... Just to clarify, you were telling scary stories about whatever happened here 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. You watched The Blob a few nights ago? Yeah, I mean, like, not in that order, but yeah, I, right. I'd seen... And, well, it wasn't The Blob, it was some... Uh, yeah. And then The Blob appears. Well, I mean... So, Jared, uh, 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 Corey... What did you call me? Were you maybe uh, what what sorts of drinks were were here, you know, last night? Wow, very if, forward. If you don't mind me asking, what are you, some kind of cop? I'm just saying that it's no, she's cool. Probable. Girl, she's cool. <laughs> I'm just saying it's probable or possible that maybe all the suggestions and a little bit too much to drink. You saw something that maybe your brain thought was something else. Okay, look, I'll be honest. It wasn't totally sober. Nobody was. But I wasn't the first person that saw this thing. And I wasn't the only person that saw this thing. And don't you think that makes it a little bit more likely that you hear somebody else talking about it and then your brain thinks other people saw this, so that means it's probably here? Hmm. I mean... I kind of, like, look to Martha and Mariah, like, back me up. I mean, it's possible, but that doesn't mean it's true. But there's not really any way of knowing. Right. So, I'll... Don't worry about this, Corey. I'll put in a report with with the park ranger service, and we'll get... Ah, you're one of those forest cops. (laughs) We'll get one of the... An official report on record that you saw the blob out here last night at the Senior Bash. All right. Thank you for uh, for taking us out here and showing us showing us around. Yeah, well, now i got to drive you back, and now it's awkward. <laughs> no, don't feel awkward about it, Corey. We've all been... We've all been there, I think. We've right? all I mean, taken I mean, a number of shrooms. I mean, Mariah... <laughs> Who amongst us has not done so many shrooms? I mean, I'm sure Mariah can tell you all about her senior bash in this exact same spot. (laughs) And how crazy that got. Right, Mariah? Zoe just looks at you guys and says, trust me, there's no way Mariah remembers her senior bash. (laughs) I give her a little (laughs) nod. She looks at Martha and just mouths, so many shrooms. (laughs) Hi everyone, this is your Keeper speaking. Welcome back to the world of Revenant, and thank you so much for joining us yet again on this adventure. This is the start of the Trouble with Tulpa's arc, and if you know what that's a reference to, then congratulations on being in on a joke no one except me thinks is funny. 
This arc was a lot of fun to play and record, and I hope you enjoy getting to learn more about the town and the people in it through the lens of a really weird sci-fi political thriller. I promise at some point we will eventually play Monster of the Week as God and Michael Sands intended, but it probably has not happened yet. Anyway, if you're enjoying the story, then as always, you can access a full backlog by pledging any amount of money to the Cryptid Keeper podcast on Patreon. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-K-E-E-P-E-R on Patreon. That's where this show got its start as a backer exclusive and where the story still continues to this day, with new episodes releasing as quickly as we can record them. The campaign is far from over, but there are several arcs worth of material available the instant you hit that pledge button, so it's a great way to get your binge listening fix. And if you're still not done stroking our egos, we have merchandise! That's right, you can be the proud owner of a beautiful ceramic Big Billy's Diner mug for your very own home. Currently, that is the only piece of AHB merch we've got for you, but you can find it by going to the Cryptid Shopper on Etsy, or just by checking out the pinned link on our Twitter page. But hey, why stop there? Support the OneShot Network! We love the OneShot Network and all of the incredible non-us shows on it, and becoming a Patreon backer at any tier is such an incredibly wonderful use of your money. Whether you do it for the unbelievably good bonus content and behind-the-scenes extras, or just for the warm fuzzy feeling of knowing you're doing something good for some really good people. For a lot of us on the network, podcasting is our second or third or fourth job, and donating to that Patreon is what keeps the wheels spinning and the lights on and allows all of the hosts to keep bringing you the content that they are so passionate about creating. If I can get real with you for a moment, I am deeply honored to be a part of this network, and I still find it frankly unbelievable when I get to this part of the episode every week and get to talk about the other show creators as colleagues and friends, because in my mind they're always going to be inspirations, first and foremost. These people are pillars of a really phenomenal community, and I truly believe that any support you have to give them makes tabletop gaming a better place. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Warner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our excellent theme music, and I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Thank you to the OneShot Network for having us, and enjoy the rest of the show! Bye! Alright, so I think... So you guys head back to town? We're heading back. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and then I think, you know, Corey feeling a bit embarrassed uh, drops you guys off wherever you are and then sweet Corey. goes to go do senior things. Mm-hmm. Oh, Just sweet Corey. <laughs> I'm working on it. Be nice. <laughs> You're doing a great job, Corey. We're all proud of you. Thanks, I'm on the honor roll. Oh. <laughs> okay, boy. You won't be for long if you keep doing shrooms. <laughs> I wasn't the one that said shrooms. <laughs> you know, all I've been hearing is shrooms, shrooms, shrooms. Yeah, what about grades, 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 Corey? <laughs> Corey, you need to understand something. Corey, what are you doing next year? <laughs> Corey. I didn't finish high school. I will be damned if you don't. <laughs> I'm going to let that happen to you, too. Corey. Corey, not you. <laughs> not you, too. Corey, I just met you, but I have a certain connection. Corey, you have such a promising future. You're on the honor roll. Yeah. Are you the valedictorian? You should be, Corey. If you're not, just punch that kid off the stage. 
And then you give a speech. You guys have some really weird ideas about what graduation is. <laughs> Corey, I'm gonna go now. Corey. Hi, Corey. I never had a graduation. <laughs> so, you have it for me, okay? I'll live vicariously through you, Corey. Just don't do the right. Corey starts to drive off. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's done with this. Okay. Corey's done. So, I want to pull Mariah and Martha aside. Okay. Say, well, that was really fun. Don't you guys think? No. I wouldn't call it fun. <laughs> so, what are you all thinking about what happened up there last night? Well, there's a blob. Mm-hmm. We know that. You mm-hmm. found some tracks. They dissipated. Like, it just vanished. Blobs can do that, right? Well, I don't know if I'd say that. You know what else can do that? Blobs. Things that aren't always the same shape that that they appear in at first. Or things that maybe just vanish. So like a shapeshifter? Not necessarily a shapeshifter. Ghost? Not necessarily a ghost. ghost. Hmm. A changed, a chameleon man. I'm thinking it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the beast from Teen Titans? The beast. The beast. Boy? <laughs> from Teen Titans. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is Martha. This is one of your Naruto's. <laughs> I'm thinking it might be a tulpa, right? Okay. First of all, tulpa. Yes. What's a tulpa? That? A tulpa is a being that is created from... Belief. Belief. Yes, exactly. So if people believe in a thing, if they have um, a lot of faith in this thing that exists, not like religious faith, but they have a lot of um, thoughts going into this being, it will manifest. Manifest. You think it into existence. Exactly. You've solved my tulpa puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Great. Okay, next mystery. Let's go. We're well, on a we're on a roll with this mega sesh. Well, <laughs> the thing with tulpas is that just saying that it this is what it is will not cause it to not exist. It does exist now. It exists now, and as long as all of these kids keep thinking there, we saw this thing. It will continue to exist. So we and got multiple to of them might exist if multiple kill different. The children. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. No. No. Who is no, this? No, no. Lead Lead no. into that. <laughs> hey, Martha. Martha. Yeah, it's okay. Martha? I lost one this child. This is your I god speaking. So <laughs> <laughs> Martha, listen to me, Martha. Yeah. There's a dark side to your powers. There is a dark side. Oh my god. It's coming for you soon, Martha. (laughs) Forget we had this talk, Martha. So, okay, maybe I do say, so we should kill all the children. Hold on, no. No, no, no. no. What? That was a fun joke, wasn't it? (laughs) It You're not gonna kill the children. I just kind of look at Martha like... But... We gotta <laughs> can't get heartbroken over children if there are no children. Exactly. See, this god has—they <laughs> know what I'm saying. But okay, so how do we get this belief out of 
young, impressionable people's minds. One, stop the shrooms. That's gotta go. Step number one, no shrooms. Yes. Okay, no more shrooms. Right. Right? (laughs) Zoe? Dude, never. Alright, cool. (laughs) I wonder if... I wonder what we would find if we looked around up there again. Because something must have happened up there to start the original story. And to have it persist for this long. Somebody must have started that story. I wonder if we can find out who 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 told it and talked to them about what happened. Chaz done did it. <clears throat> Damn it, Chaz. Speaking of Chaz, um, I had a shower thought that Chaz is actually um, Park Director Kennedy's dad, and I don't know why. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> no, that's not true. Wait, no, because Adam Kennedy was already a kid in that story. Adam Kennedy but wasn't I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I was going to say, think Chaz, Chaz is a 10-year-old son in high school because Chaz keeps getting held back. <laughs> Chaz is like 27. <laughs> Almost as young as Jeremy. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> Jeremy. Oh, man. I actually know exactly what happened to Chaz after high school, but it's oh, not important no. right now. Um, here's He's not Park Director Kennedy. Se- separate question about uh, Jeremy. I really want to accept the headcanon that Jeremy is just like a gray <laughs> in like glasses <laughs> in a bad way. Yeah. And like a little baseball cap. Hey guys! It's Back out of the game! It's me, Jeremy! It's your Jeremy! Yeah! <laughs> it's your Jeremy! It's your buddy, Jeremy, your buddy. Okay, so do we go back to <sighs> the woods alone without Corey? Because Corey believes this, believed this monster. Please be nice to Corey. No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. I'm nice to Corey if he's nice to me. It's. <laughs> well, a group, a group of teens believed this monster into existence. Right? So, as long as they keep believing that, it'll still be there. I'm not sure that we'll, at this point, find anything up there, except for whatever believed, imagined creature that they've created. We need Mm -hmm. to find out a way to stop them from believing. We want to perhaps do some more, do some research. So, yeah, where are you guys now? Or where are you headed now? Let's hear what's the plan. Probably the library. Mm-hmm. All right, to the library. To the library. And there you are. What's going down now? Oh, goodness. Books. Time for me to, time for me to go into my books. <laughs> I'm really interested in this log. So I'm going to go and work on the computer. The desktop that I'm sure Mariah has, right? You have a oh yeah a desktop. I do have a desktop computer. And you're looking for Corey's in the log, where Corey was talking, or you want to make your own log? No, I'm I'm going to look through Corey's in the log. Okay. About uh, about his his night at the senior bench. It's called Welcome to the Corey Zone, and the font is like the Twilight Zone uh, yes, font. Good, no. <laughs> Corey, no. 
Um, the formatting is, like, not great, but mm-hmm. Corey's very proud of it. It's Aww. a lot of, like, you know, early 90s web animations where, like, sure. everything sparkles or rotates. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, is the cursor a little alien head? It's, yes. a, it's a little alien head that trails, like, sparkles. Yes. And you move it around. And it is, like, honestly, you can't look at this thing for more than five minutes without getting a headache. But if you want to persist... Then yes, Corey's account of the evening is up there. Okay. I'm going to read through that. Okay. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Um, I'm, I'm just looking to see uh, if the story he told us matches up any other facts that maybe he wrote down that he didn't think to... to okay, good us. question. Well, there are several typos on account of he wrote this last night immediately after returning from the senior bash. <laughs> yep. The it, it is posted as of... Uh, last night, or rather this morning at about 3.45 a.m. Sure. Perfect. But otherwise, the account seems to line up with um, what you heard earlier, mm-hmm. with the exception of there are probably a few more specific details. The language is probably a bit more colorful, as Corey is trying very hard to set the scene sure. for what happened here. Sure. And, uh, Which, you know, Siobhan appreciates. Drawing those, those sweet, sweet clicks and those, yeah. those follower counts. Right. Trying to get that page visited counter to uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> to roll over because there's a really cool animation when it does. Oh, I'm sure. What is it? Hmm? What is it? What's the animation? Oh well, it's like a little like a like an odometer on a little car where like mm-hmm. you can watch the numbers like right, roll but up. But what's the really cool animation when it rolls to the next like thousand? Oh, it's just that you get to see all the numbers roll over at the same time, and Corey oh, thinks that's I a little. I thought maybe it was like a little firework. Uh, no, no, that's that's advanced. Okay, Corey's not there yet. Okay, he's only eighteen. Sure. So that's what I'm. I'm reading. Okay. That. What are you guys doing? That's a good question. Um, well, I'm looking through my books. I'm sure I have like anything okay. I have like adjacent about adjacent folklore. Um, I need to, anything relevant to tulpas, I need to pull from the shelves and start okay, great. perusing, yeah. perusing. Um, so... Am I going to roll to investigate a mystery? Yeah, do that for me. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. No! Oh, no. Four. You forget what tulpas are. <laughs> what are we investigating? <laughs> you get distracted by those sweet animations on Corey's blog and you end up enrolling in an HTML course. Oh, great. It's an online correspondence course. Great. <laughs> For four easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. Great. Oh, wow. I'm sure I can afford that on a librarian's salary. You probably can. <laughs> so, um, what uh, what is Martha doing? I'm curious about what you're doing. Right I now. think I'm, I'm looking through, like, I'm kind of fingering through books um, on the shelves, and then... I don't know. I kind of want to say that I stumble upon, like, one that's about, like, magic. Okay. And I want to stop at that one Mm -hmm. because it kind of draws my attention a lot. Um, Do you have a library card? Of course, yeah. I check out books all the time. Having fun's not hard with a library card. Right? Right, guys? Yeah, I love Arthur. Yeah. Mariah has an entire CD that's just like R&B reduxes of Arthur songs. Um, yes. <laughs> By all of the hippest artists of the day. It's mostly Will Smith. Good. Uh, so, okay, so tell me more about this book that you found. I don't know. Um, it drew your eye because it said 
magic on it, right? Yeah, just magic. Um, magic. I don't know. I think in that moment, I'm like so drawn to it that I forget that we're investigating. Okay. And I just want to know more. So I start reading that instead of doing a All mystery right. investigation. Hey, at least you're not doing mushrooms. Yeah, hey. At the moment. Could be worse. Yeah. yeah. Always could be worse. Could be out doing those shrooms. Okay. Seeing blobs. I think uh, I think Zoe walks over as you're looking at the soul. She's like, oh, hey, what'd you find? Anything good? Uh, yeah, and then I just, like, close it and put it back. <laughs> oh, well, okay, yeah, I guess not, not nothing, that good. Yeah, nothing really in there, but, um, yeah, I'll keep looking. All right. I mean, don't let me get in your way if there's something you're looking for. I have most of these shelves memorized if you're really interested in finding we're something. Looking, we're, we're looking for tarsiers, right? I'm sorry, what? Tar- tarsier? Yeah, is that tapir? No, I don't think that's really the the plan at all. I forgot what we were looking for. Tulpa. Tulpas. Yeah, I was just. I don't remember anymore. Random... Ryan's forgotten what tulpas are. <laughs> I was just Siobhan naming off random animals. Siobhan Pierce. Siobhan Pierce. Tulpa. Uh, did you say a taper? A, a tapir, tapir and uh, and a tarsier. Yeah. Oh, what are those? They're adorable. You should look up the Frank's videos of true facts. Oh, wait. I'm going to look at a picture of them. <gasps> oh, little buddies. Okay. I need to see. Oh, little buddies. Oh, my Show goodness. Show me the boy. <laughs> little buddies. Oh, yeah. I've seen those guys. They are super cute. <laughs> yeah. Little buddies. They're just like real life. They're neopets. friends. Yeah. <laughs> They're just friends. I love this one because his pupils are so big. They're just little, they're guys, you know? <laughs> guys? Guys? Little guys, you know, little guys. You know how things are little guys. So does Zoe help me find a book on the tulpas? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Zoe, now, okay. I know that you pulled Martha and Mariah aside when you were, like, doing your talk earlier. So I'm assuming Zoe just went back to the library and you guys came in later. Um, so Zoe's not, like, in on the... The hunt, mm-hmm. per se, unless you guys have included her. Oh, true. I forgot about that. But if we're looking for tulpas, then Zoe would be like, yeah, I can find books about tulpas. Okay, cool. I'm going point you back in the right direction. All right. But I'm assuming you're keeping an eye on that magic book anyway. I am, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what now? Read. Well, do we find anything on tulpas? Why? Well, investigate a mystery. Are you going to investigate a mystery except yes. her? Yes. Because I messed up. Is that just <laughs> investigate? It's, you're going to roll sharp. No, roll sharp. Guess who rolled a four? I also did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rolled an eight. Hey, so. okay. That's like two fours. Yeah. <laughs> We're like doing really bad at this. Yeah. It's not great. But, but the fiction is going some really interesting places. I have plus zero sharp. So. Why well, plus two? Well. I rolled a two and then okay. added two and I got so four. You, so you, you get... rolled twice. She no, rolled no, no, I rolled a two on, eyes. I rolled a one and a one. Yeah. Oh. She failed oh, real bad. Oh. Okay, so here's how this works, Siobhan. So investigate a mystery. On a seven to nine, you get to hold one, and you can spend to ask one of the following questions. Mm-hmm. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? Mm-hmm. What can it do? Mm-hmm. What can hurt it? Mm-hmm. Where did it go? Mm-hmm. What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? 
I think what can hurt it, probably. Okay. That seems like the closest to how do we get rid of it. Yeah. So what can hurt it? Okay. So what you find about tulpas is basically this. Tulpas are creatures made manifest by the belief in them. Mm-hmm. They therefore take on the form and basically the attributes of whatever they are perceived to have. So in terms of hurting a tulpa, um, that's really dependent on what form it has taken and what weaknesses have been made manifest in its creation. So in simpler terms, the way to hurt a tulpa is by hurting whatever the tulpa is presenting as. Hmm. Okay. So what I'm getting from that is we need to change the story that, that people are telling. We need to change the narrative. Or find a way to hurt the blob. Or, well, if we hurt the blob, won't it just keep coming back because people will keep believing in it? That seems like, I don't know, to me, that seems like it would make sense. If it came from people believing in it, fight going up and fighting it will not stop people from believing in it. So we're going to make people believe that this is a very helpful woodland friend. Yes. Okay. And then we're going to kill it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey there, partner. How you doing? Hey, what's that gun for? Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to turn it into a second big billy. <laughs> no. There can only be one. <laughs> Just one. And then Big Billy would kill it. No, no, <laughs> no! You manifest a second Big Billy, and then like it's coming towards you, and all of a sudden it falls over, and from behind it you see the original Big Billy holding a smoking rifle. How do we know which one was the original Big Billy? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, but yes. So you would, you would hurt it or manipulate it by. Basically leaning into the rules of whatever its established mm-hmm. fiction are. Sure. So, for example, if somebody had manifested a werewolf tulpa, firmly believing in a creature that could be weakened by silver bullets, mm-hmm. it could be weakened by silver bullets. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. So we need to change the story about weakness, maybe. Create a weakness, get the story out there, and then... You can kill it, and once you kill it, it can't be brought back into existence if people still believe in the thing you just killed. It's dead. And but they don't, be... they don't know that it's dead, though, right? Yeah, but unless they do. Unless they do. Yeah. If the belief is then that it's been killed, then what do you do? Hey, you have an internet presence, right? I have some net... I have friends on the net. Can you spread the word? On, like, a weakness, like... Maybe not. Once we're that trying comes to up, I'll be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Once we figure it, out what we want to do. What it seems like is we can just make up whatever weakness we want, as long as it's believable. It's weak to human punches. <laughs> right. Well, so, like, not that. <laughs> I think I would want to say maybe... Uh, if we want to say, like... Silver it's or soluble, and so like you can't get <laughs> so it wet. Throw some water. <laughs> so whenever it rains on the mountain, it's just like, oh, sorry. Water, yes, water. Wait, but if it rained on the mountain, it would already be 
dead. Okay, so what about like table salt? Mm, right? That's like, true. People know like slugs. A lot of people know like salt, slugs like slug. don't like table salt. I like table so salt. Maybe Slimy being also doesn't. I like table, table salt. salt. I like that. I like that. I like that. I could reach out to my friends on the net. Can I do that? Can yeah, I reach out to friends on the net? Yeah, there's plenty of salt on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nineties, and that slime doesn't exist yet. Yeah, that was Andrew saying. Oh damn! <laughs> that was an Andrew joke. I knew it was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was a very good Andrew Thank joke. You. Maybe Chiffon just, like, thought that there was a lot of salt to be bought on the internet. You know, I see ads for Morton's table salt all the time. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, Siobhan. You're great, Mom. All right, so I think with that plan in mind, you guys move boldly forward into the netosphere and uh, begin formulating the cogs of an elaborate plan. 